You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 217. So how do high achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. This is going to be a fun episode because we're going to be talking about vacations. Okay. I know vacations do not always sound like a lot of fun because you're thinking about work when you're going on vacation, you're thinking about work during vacation, and then you feel frazzled and hectic when you get back from vacation and tell yourself you need another vacation from your vacation. So what we're going to do in this episode is make your life as easy as possible. You are going to learn how to take a guilt-free vacation right? This is something I work on with my clients. We do this in session, but I am going to walk you through the thought processes that you can do on your own to get this result too, because you don't have to feel stressed out when you get back. You don't have to be thinking about work the entire time that you are on vacation. You can enjoy your time alone or with your friends or with your family. You get to do that. In fact, I want you to think about vacationing as part of your job. It is your responsibility to take care of yourself so that you can take care of your clients. It's your responsibility to take care of yourself so that you can be at your best at your job. All right. Like just look at this as just part of what you do. So many of us think that vacation is something we shouldn't do. It's a stigma, right? Like we're always worried that we shouldn't be taking vacation or are we taking too much vacation? And should I be taking vacation because I have so much to do and we worry about what people think and all of that. I want you to know that you are not indispensable. You are not somebody who is like the be all end all in, if you're in a larger firm or even if you're in a solo practice. Now get your mind around that because I have solo practitioners who implement what we're talking about in this episode who actually take two-week vacations. I have one client who's doing it right now. I have another client who's taking a vacation in a week for two weeks. She's in big law. So this is happening. We work through the mind drama. We implement what needs to be implemented so that you can have that guilt-free vacation And then you come back and you make it as easy as possible so that you're making a soft landing when you come into the office on that Monday morning when you come in. All right. So there are three phases that you need to work through in order to create a guilt-free vacation, right? Those three phases I'm going to share with you. I'm also going to share with you some of the mindset work that my clients have had to do to get their brains on board. If you want to do this work with me, book a call with me, go to dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. And then we'll start talking about what's between you and living the life that you want between you and having these vacations that you have earned by virtue of working where you're working. Okay. No matter what you're doing, you get to have a vacation, right? And this work that I have done with my clients, right? They have worked with me anywhere from a few weeks to um, months before they took their guilt-free vacation. So I want you to know that it is possible for you too. You don't have to have been in 
this thought work mindset work for a really long time and have all of this awareness about your brain. Cause I'm going to help you with that in this episode. I'm going to help you get some of that awareness so that you can implement right away. So I'm going to give you those three phases to work through before going on your vacation and how to work through them. Okay. So I'm going to give you a very step-by-step episode here. All right. And at the end, I am going to break this all down and I'm going to give you the questions that I sprinkle through this episode in one spot. So you can ask yourself those questions before you go on vacation. And there's a transcript in the show notes. So you can go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 217. I think this is episode 217 (laughs) as I'm recording it. And you will find the transcript there and you can just copy and paste it wherever you want to. Okay. So I'm going to break these down one by one, each phase with the mindset and the tasks that you can do to make your life easier. Now, depending on your firm, you may or may not be able to implement all of these, but I will tell you that your brain is going to want to tell you that you can't do any of them. And that's simply not true. All right. Really understand your brain is going to make this uncomfortable only because you maybe have never done it before. And so if you want that guilt-free vacation, be prepared. There might be some discomfort as you set up these processes in these phases. Okay. When do you start this work? I will tell you as soon as possible is the best answer to that question, but at least one week before you leave. I did this work all with a client yesterday during our session, and she had started planning some things during her, you know, one hour on Sunday when she was planning her week, but she had kind of had this in mind in the last couple of weeks. And so she'd been setting some things up. So the earlier that you start this process, the easier it will be to get things in order. I suggest giving yourself at least an hour to do this work, maybe 90 minutes, and it's going to go a lot faster if you already have a calendaring system in place and implemented, but you can still do this even if you don't have that. So here are the three phases that we're going to be talking about. One, plan out the week before your vacation. Two, create a belief plan for the time that you're on vacation. And phase three, plan out the week you come back from vacation before your vacation. Makes sense, right? Phase one, plan the week before your vacation. Your brain will tell you some things when you start doing this. It's going to tell you things like there's too much to think about and I don't know where to start. Don't listen to your brain you know exactly where to start. You know how to prioritize. And that is the process we're going to be working through here. The very first thing that you do is see what's on your calendar this week that needs to get done before you leave. How can you make your work easier? Ask yourself that. Is there anything that you can delegate? Are there phone calls that you can make now to get the ball rolling on a project? What else? Keep asking your brain, what else? What else can make my week easier? Next, ask yourself what will make the two weeks away from the office easier for you. It could be things like asking for coverage, letting your colleagues know that you won't be checking emails and to only phone you if they have an emergency, no texts. Okay. I really like this. One of my clients came up with this and she did it specifically to make it as hard as possible for her peers to contact her while she was on vacation. She said, look, 
Don't contact me unless there's an emergency and call me no texts, no emails, anything like that, because then it would have to be a true emergency for her to be involved in whatever it is that was going on. Maybe it's something like just changing your voicemail. So people aren't leaving you voicemails, or you can say something like dial zero to reach my assistant. Um, you know, letting them know I'm not checking my voicemails while I'm away. This is something for your clients. It's not even going to be a problem because we're going to start talking about your clients and contacting your clients ahead of time to manage expectations. So that way this voicemail is not going to be a huge surprise to people. It's going to be okay. All right. So ask yourself what you might be thinking about when you're away that will distract you. There's a lot of things that can distract you if you let it when you're on vacation. So the problem solving part of this is to anticipate what might distract you so you can problem solve ahead of time. So those distractions could be things like a client's going to have a question, a client's going to want an update. I need to help an associate with a question. An opposing counsel is going to want to talk to you. Somebody's going to need me is basically what that comes down to. If you break all of that down, then you can get to work problem solving for all of those. It might look something like contacting your clients ahead of time so they can know that you're going to be gone and you have an attorney who's covering the matter or calling them with an update now and then letting them know, hey, I'm going to be away for two weeks, but don't worry about it. Nothing's happening on this case for the next two weeks. And if you have an attorney who's covering for them, you can always give your client their contact information. You can contact your clients and let them know um, that they're going to get that update when you get back from your trip or that you're going to email them however you want to do it. Okay. But just know that you can anticipate what you're going to be thinking about on vacation now and problem solve for it now. You can tell your associates to ask someone else questions and to only call you in case of emergencies. Um, you can contact opposing counsel ahead of time and give them a date for when they need to contact you if they want to get something resolved before your vacation. So for instance, I would do this on Monday morning. I'd say, hey, I'm going on vacation. Um, I'm leaving the office at about Friday at about, or I'm not even telling them that much, right? Like I'm just saying, contact me. Um, by Thursday, by noon, if you want to talk about these matters, because I am going to be out of the office. I don't need until such and such date. I don't tell them the last possible moment that I could be leaving the office. I do not do that. I give myself some buffer space so that that way I'm not feeling rushed. I'm just saying, look, contact me by noon on Thursday, and then, um, we can have a conversation. So know that you have more control over this than you think. You can update your email so it's clear you're not checking emails and they can also contact ex-attorney or ex-assistant for updates while you're away. And if you've been calling your clients or ahead of time, then this isn't going to be an issue at all. Now, the same thoughts that may prevent you from taking your vacation may prevent you from taking action on these things. You might think that people expect you to be available all the time but you get to decide if that's a perk you want to give other people. I am not available to anyone at all times. I decide when I'm available for people. Each of us get to do the same thing. And chances are you're listening to this episode because you want to spend more quality time with your family or your friends or yourself instead of being distracted with work. 
make that a priority. Ask yourself if your work is the priority or is it being present in the way you want to for the people that you want to be present for? And if you want something different to happen, you've got to do things differently. If they are uncomfortable, that's okay, right? That's going to happen. Whenever we do something different, we're going to feel uncomfortable. If you've never done these things before, you're going to feel uncomfortable doing them. Doing them though, is going to ensure that your clients are taken care of and help your brain be more at ease when you are on vacation. All right. So phase two, create a belief plan for the time that you are away. Now your brain might go haywire while you're on vacation. It's been known to do that, right? It does that before you go to bed. Why wouldn't it do it while you're on vacation, trying to enjoy yourself, right? It might say things to you like, I should be available all the time. Something may have gone wrong. I should really check my emails just to be safe. Someone might need me. I mean, these are all lies. If you've done what we just talked about in phase one, and you do what we are going to talk about in phase three, these voices are going to shush a little bit. It's your responsibility to notice these kinds of thoughts and not react to them. So for example, if your brain thinks I should check my emails just to see what's happening on the X matter, stop everything in that moment, your brain is lying to you. In that moment, your body will likely feel an urgent desire to check your email, to text your assistant. It might even feel like a compulsion, like you have zero control over yourself. You do have control. Don't let your brain ruin your vacation. (laughs) Like really just sit and feel that urgent desire and sit in it and do not react. Don't text, don't email. And this is why. Your brain is in the habit of running the show and you just react to it. And so if you start not reacting to what the brain is offering you, the the brain starts to get a little quieter. Okay. It starts to feel less urgent when you start showing your brain like, oh, maybe that's not as urgent as I thought. Maybe I don't really need to check my email. Maybe I don't need to text my assistant. Like your brain just starts to say, oh, she's not responding to this urgent desire. Like she usually does. Maybe, maybe this isn't what we're going to do anymore. And that's how you change a habit. Okay. When you feel that urgent desire to do anything, right. It could be to eat. It could be to online shop. It could be a compulsive desire to work, to check your email, whatever it is, check social media to change a habit. We've got to notice the desire, that urgent desire to do those things and then pause and sit with them and do not let ourselves react to them, right? So that's okay. Find that urgent desire, feel it, breathe, okay? And the more you practice this, the quieter your brain's gonna get. Now, this is also the time to remind yourself of all the great things you did in phase one. You know, when we started like working through what needed to get done, It's also time to remind yourself all the things that we're going to talk about in phase three, all the things that have already gotten in order. So you don't have to worry about a thing, right? That's the time to remind yourself. And then there's the belief plan, right? The belief plan comes in because we forget that other people know what they're doing. We think that we're the only people who know exactly what needs to get done. And so 
sometimes we need to remind ourselves things like my people are competent. They can take care of things. No lie. This is something that I've reminded myself of and that other attorneys I've worked with have needed in their belief plan. Everybody's belief plan is a little bit different. Maybe you don't need those thoughts at all, but recognize the thoughts that you have that can be kind of just quietly countered with the truth. My people are competent. They can take care of things. Maybe the thought is, you know what? They're going to call if there's something urgent. I don't have to worry about it. Or reminding yourself, hey, I called my clients and they know they're taken care of. Everything is already figured out. I don't need to do anything else. Like those are the reminders. That's the belief plan to remind yourself of when you have these urgent desires to check your email. Now, a word of warning, because you will, if you are anything like anyone that I work with, (laughs) you will be tempted to check your email. You will be tempted to respond to something. You're going to be tempted to respond to a text. Okay. Even if you've planned everything according to this podcast and, you know, you've made your belief plan and you've done everything that you told yourself needed to get done, there will still be this urge and you might respond to it. And I want to caution you because if I caution you now, it might prevent you from taking action that is going to ensure that you are thinking lots about work while you're on vacation. So this is how it will show up. You will find yourself compulsively checking your email and you're going to see an email that you tell yourself that you should answer because it'll make your week back a little easier. And then you'll get an email response once you send that email. And then you're going to feel obligated to check your email again and then to respond. And then your week will not be easier, right? There's nothing that needs to get done. You've already done everything to make your week easier. You've already planned your week back. But now you're thinking about work all during your vacation and how you should be checking your email and how you're ticked off about how the supposing council responded and so on and so on do yourself a favor and leave the email that you want to respond to alone. If you've done everything in phase one, you have nothing to worry about. Okay. Another example of how this will show up, an associate will text you with a question, even though it's not an emergency. And you told them in phase one to call you only if there was an emergency, ignore their text. They're just checking in to see if you're checking your phone and they're looking for an invitation to communicate with you. You are on vacation, all right? They don't know how close you are to your phone or if you're even checking your text messages. This is called implementing a boundary, right? You've told them how you want to be communicated with and now they're not doing that. You simply ignore the text. You do not respond, okay? Another way this might show up, You will open your email on accident, of course, right? Because you're just responding compulsively to that urge and you see an email from a client. You open it. You interpret it as being critical of you or something that's going on in the case. And there's nothing you can do about it while you're on vacation. So you ruminate on it and you find yourself thinking about work and how you'll respond when you get back. Don't open your emails is the moral of the story. If you've set everything up the way that we're talking about, you don't have to open your emails. You can avoid all of these scenarios 
by trusting yourself to have planned in advance what needed to be planned, trusting others to call you if there's an emergency, right? Trusting them to follow your instructions and trusting that you can handle whatever happens when you get back. Your vacation is basically an exercise in self-trust. So take this opportunity to really start to trust that you've got this covered, that you can handle this, that everything's going to be okay. All right, let's move into phase three, which is going to help phase two be just a little bit easier too. Phase three is planning your week back before you even leave on vacation. This is really, 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 really important to plan before you go on vacation. In fact, plan it if you can, a week before you go on vacation, it's going to alleviate mental drama while you're away, because you're going to be able to remind yourself that you've already taken care of what needs to be prioritized when you get back. First, keep that week as clear as you can. That's why if you know, when you're on vacation, you can block that week out and say no new consults, or, you know, I want to make sure I'm not scheduling hearings on that week. Like do what you can to keep that open because you're going to have things that you need to catch up on. And you'll want to have that space so that you can do that, that you'll have enough to do when you get back. There's no need to rush into hearings right away. And if you don't have the ability to do that, that's okay too. There's a few questions that you can ask to make your life easier. First, ask yourself, how can I make my life easier when I get back, right? Ask this a few times of yourself. Your brain is going to start searching for the answer. It will find answers for you. Are there anything like projects do the week that I get back that I can get moving now? So that might look like assigning part of a project to an attorney so that when you get back, there's work product for you to review, or it might be emailing an attorney for information that they might need additional time to get back to you on. And you already know that. And you can also make your life less hectic if you jump on these kinds of things so that you're not getting back and there's a shorter crunch on the timeline. So think about how you can make things easier Are there any projects that I can start kind of moving forward right now before I even go on vacation? The next question to ask yourself is what are my three priorities on the Monday that I get back? And when you think about what you want to prioritize, ask yourself what the domino will be that will make your whole week easier. You just do this one thing and it's just going to tick that domino over and everything's going to fall into place. I asked my client this question and she discovered that she was making her week back harder when she was thinking through some of these questions by thinking that she needed to review all of her files for updates. Now, an easy way that she could get these updates was just by emailing the attorneys in a mass email who covered her cases and asking them if they had any updates. And that was her domino to get the updates rolling into her inbox while she started doing other things that were on her priority list. These are essential phases to work through to make your vacation guilt free. Now, if you want help making your whole life easier, book a call with me so we can work together one-on-one. All right. So Let me run through these three phases and the questions to ask yourself. There's a transcript. Remember, there's a transcript of this in the show notes too. So if you're driving, don't worry about it. Number one, plan out the week before your vacation. What will make my life easier this week? 
What will make my life easier when I get back if I do it this week? What might you be thinking about when you're away on vacation that will distract you? How can you alleviate those concerns now? In other words, how can I problem solve for those now and implement the solutions? What are potential issues that could come up while you're away? Problem solve for those and then implement the solutions. Phase two, create a belief plan for the time that you're gone. Ask yourself, what do I commonly think about when I'm away from the office? What do I want to remind myself of when those thoughts pop up? And phase three, plan out the week that you come back from vacation before you go on vacation. So ask yourself, what will make my life easier when I get back? Are there any projects due the week I get back that I can get the ball rolling on right now? What are the three priorities that I have on Monday? And what's one thing I can do on Monday morning that will be the domino to make my life easier the rest of the week? There it is, my friend. You have your guilt-free vacation in the bag if you follow the strategy. And if you have a vacation planned and this helped you, I would love to hear from you. Follow me on Instagram at dina.cataldo. DM me and tell me everything. Tell me something you implemented and that it made your life easier. Tell me where you went. I want to know all of the things. All right, my friend, I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.